Like I said, I have a healthcare background and I truly believe in being your own medical advocate. Yes, doctors, nurses, they can be amazing. I'm so grateful for them. My cardiologist is amazing. I'm so thankful for him. But you still need to be your own medical advocate. As a young child, Edwina Adams was quiet by nature. She would whisper when speaking. In boot camp, she was thrashed for not yelling loud enough. But when she discovered her ex-husband was a con man, she started to make noise, proving you don't have to be loud to make some noise. Now Edwina's on a mission to motivate. So kick back and tune in for candid conversations with those who have harnessed the power of their voices. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Let's Make Some Noise, where no matter what you sound like, you can make some noise. And where noise is my acronym for a narrative of inspiration, strength, and encouragement. Now, today is a very different episode. I typically have guests, and this is the first time I don't, but I intentionally did not schedule a guest today because I have some things I want to share with you guys, and I, I hope to also leave you encouraged because, you know, that's what I like to do. Some of you, you know, follow me on other channels and, and may know this information, and, and I'm going to time stamp this a little bit or date, date stamp it. At the time of this recording, it's January 5th, 2024. Um, this episode may not come out until February, but um, here's what's going on with me. So my heart is actually only functioning at 18%. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Um, but there's a there's also a, a crazy story that goes along with this, and I'm going to be okay. And here's why I feel this way. Um, just before Christmas, I was feeling bad, very bad. I actually thought I was just getting sick. Like a lot of other people have gotten like pneumonia and different things. And, uh, my heart was racing a lot and, uh, finally was like, okay, something's wrong. I believe this is my heart. And we went in now, let me back up from here in 2020, I actually went through heart failure Again, it was shocking at that time. My heart was only functioning at 15% in 2020, the day that I drove myself into the ER. Matter of fact, they almost discharged me. They were writing up my discharge papers because I just wasn't presenting like a normal heart failure patient. But I was sick. Like, I felt bad. I just, I don't know, I just push and I get, I get through things, I guess. So they finally noticed, they're like, oh my gosh, her heart rate is like out of control. We, we can't even legally discharge her. They end up admitting me. They s tell me all kinds of scary stuff. They're like, something big is going on with you. We don't know what, but you either have cancer or you have some kind of organ failure, like something is bad. And um, the next day they do more tests and they come in and they say, <clears throat> yeah, your heart, it's only functioning at 15%. And I, I mean, I was in the healthcare field. I was a paramedic. I was a medic in the Air Force, a flight medic in the Air Force, and uh, never heard of somebody with a heart function that low, let alone driving themselves into the ER. I've seen people in their 20s, 20%, and they were bad. Like, they had to be helped, right? So... I thought, 
are you in the wrong room? You know, I'm not a 90-year-old woman. Um, I've never done drugs. <laughs> uh, what is going on? Why is this happening? To make a long story short, they, again, there's a lot of things that were thrown at me that was very scary. You know, I only had a year to live. I'm going to need a new heart. You know, this and that. They get me down to St. Luke's in Houston. And because the top cardiologist down there, the top transplant surgeon said, I want to meet this woman. Like, this is crazy. Who, who is she? I got to find out more about her because I want to study her. And he does a ton of tests, including autoimmune, testing my thyroid, testing all kinds of stuff, um, genetics testing. They never could find what caused my heart failure. He said, <clears throat> he did clear it. Like we went to the cath lab. He's like, you have no blockages. He's like, your heart can recover. You're just never going to be the same. You know, you're always going to be diminished in some capacity, but, but you can get better. And I said, all right, well, let's do this, you know? And I went through this journey that was hard, you know, it was really hard. So I go through this recovery journey that was hard and that's a whole other story in itself. I'd actually began um, speaking about this and just here recently. And it was a beautiful, like miraculous story. I love to share that story. So it was quite shocking for me <laughs> to get sick and then realize, are you kidding me? Like I'm right back again in this situation. And, but this time was very different. They come to me and they say, your thyroid, <laughs> they say your thyroid is not functioning. Well, it, it's functioning, but it's hyperactive and it's thrown you into what's called thyroid storm. And it was causing excessive heart rate along with other things and put me into heart failure. <laughs> now, this is where I want to be encouraging to you. Like I said, I have a healthcare background and I truly believe in being your own medical advocate. Yes, doctors and nurses, they can be amazing. I'm so grateful for them. My cardiologist is amazing. I'm so thankful for him. But you still need to be your own medical advocate. So just a few weeks ago, I'm in CCU because of my heart. I'm at this great facility in Houston, one of the best in the world. Got some great doctors. But now I have to have endocrinologists looking at me because of this thyroid. And they come in and they say, hey, we've got this magic pill. <laughs> We're going to give this to you. And it's going to help this thyroid that's hyperactive. And I was kind of out of it. So I didn't really ask a lot of questions. And, uh, you know, it goes on a med list. And prior to this, I hadn't been on any medications. Then a few days later, I'm like, okay, I was a little more with it. And I said, tell me about this medication. And they said, well, it's not really going to lower your heart rate right away. Your cardiologist will have some medications that'll do that for you, but it'll kick in slowly. But we do need to check your labs very frequently because it can cause liver damage and this and that. And I was like, oh no, I don't want to go into another scenario of breaking another part of my body just to try to fix this one. So I do three days of research on diet and, and different things to help control this. And one day the endocrinologist was in and I'm in my hospital bed and she's trying to tell me like how important it is to take this medication. I said, okay, well, I'm frustrated though, because you guys aren't 
teaching me anything about diet or anything else that can help with this. And she said, oh, well, you don't need to change your diet. And I was like, why would I not eat things that are better for my thyroid and for what's going on in my body and eliminate other things? Why would I not do that? And she said, oh, well, because you're on the medication. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we are not on the same page. So again, I, I was fortunate to get out of the hospital right before Christmas they did only let me out because uh, I'm wearing a defibrillating life vest. It's like strapped to me and it's like strapped to my chest and I've got this battery pack I carry around. It's a whole lot of fun, let me tell you. But I met with a functional medicine doctor and if you've listened to my other podcast, uh, Doc Healthcare, actually, they're local to me, but apparently you can even like virtually get an appointment with their functional medicine doctors. They are amazing. And they agree. They're like, yeah, we can look at this like whole body approach because the endocrinologists are saying, take this magic pill, but it's super dangerous. <laughs> it can kill your liver, put you into liver failure. And we're just going to probably burn your thyroid out. And then you'll be on a different medication for the rest of your life. And I'm like, what can we do that's different than that? I feel like there's better thing opportunities. So that's where I'm at with my health. And I am going to continue to update people on my social media. So if you follow me, I'm regular, regularly putting things out there because you're going to see my journey. I'm going to go from 18% heart failure to recovered heart. Okay, I've done it before. I know we can do this again. And... Be your own advocate, okay? Be your own healthcare advocate. It's your body. You are more in tune with it than anybody else, and you have a right to do that. Also, um, I would like to explain 18% heart function. So that's what's called ejection fraction. Now, your heart, let's say your heart has a cup of blood in it, and when it pumps, it pumps out 50% of that blood. That's good. That's where you want it. You want it pumping out 50% of that blood. If it's below 35%, you're at risk for sudden death and like needing to be defibrillated. And that's why mine is less than that 35%. It's at 18%. So when my heart pumps, it's only pumping out 18%. And that's why it's dangerous. Also, I don't appear to be very normal. I mean, here I am podcasting. I'm healthy. I feel great. I feel healthy for all practical purposes. And um, now that my heart rate is controlled and different things, and I do have to take things slowly though, and I know this and, and I am doing that. My my podcast, I'm able to do this because I have great a great production team. Podcast architects, if it weren't for them, I would not be doing this. But I'm able to just show up and have lovely conversations with guests. I'm able to talk here today and share my story. And they do all the work that's like behind the scenes and it's amazing. So I'm thankful for podcast architects as well. If you want to get into podcasting, check them out. You know, contact me if you're needing help getting a hold of them. But we'll, we can put a link in the show notes as well how to get a hold of podcast architects because producers like this make it worthwhile <laughs> for sure. Thank you for listening to my story. Um, I'm happy, like I said, in the future, I'll keep updating. You'll probably see more recent updates if you follow me on my social media channels. You can find all of those at edwinnaadams.com. I hope this was some kind of encouragement as far as just for your journey and being your own 
medical advocate. Have a good day.